1: At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
2: Welcome to the Project Life Mastery Podcast. I'm Stephen James, founder of ProjectLifeMastery.com, internet entrepreneur and life coach with a passion for living life to the fullest and fulfilling my potential as a human being. My purpose for this podcast is to be a powerful and passionate example of the unlimited possibilities that life offers for any of us that has the courage to commit ourselves to life mastery while sharing ideas, concepts, and strategies that can help you master every area of your life from your health, mindset, emotions, business, finances, relationships, and spirituality. Now if you're someone like me that is hungry to take their life to the next level, then you're in the right place. Welcome and let's begin.
3: Hey everyone, this is Stephen James from Project Life Mastery. Today I'm excited to share with you one of the most important habits and practices of my life, and that's the practice of meditation. Meditation has changed my life. I've experienced so many incredible benefits through meditation, many of which I'll share with you in this video. Meditation is something that I've struggled with for most of my life. It's something that I've resisted on a huge level in my life for many, many years, even though that intellectually I know all the incredible benefits of meditation, but it's something that I've embraced a lot more over the last few years, and it's something that's become Incredibly important for me and something that's necessary at this stage of my life and especially being someone who's an achiever someone who lives in this Western world of You know so many things going on and with technology and business and success and all of these uh, Complexities to life meditation has been an antidote or a remedy to allowing myself to experience inner peace calmness the present moment the here and now and the reason why I've resisted it as many people do is because Most people, they're addicted to thinking. They're addicted to their thoughts. This brain up here can't stop. It doesn't slow itself down. It's like a monkey mind. It keeps going and going and going, and it's very addictive. So when you have compulsive thinking going on, um, and that's your comfort zone, and that's what's familiar for you, calming that and just being still and being silent and having a sense of awareness over the littlest things, whether it's your breath, whether it's your environment, whether it's certain sensations in your body, and just being with it, is something that can be incredibly uncomfortable for a lot of people. Oftentimes, people struggle with meditation because they get bored. Boredom arises, and when boredom can arise, people feel like they need to do something. But you're not a human doing, you're a human being. And when you're doing things, And more importantly, when you're doing it as a way to escape or to avoid or to resist the here and now, then that's something that can be problematic in your life because you're trying to escape something rather than just experiencing it and embracing it. So oftentimes, there's certain sensations that might arise. It might be fears. It might be anxieties. It might be worries. It might be certain thoughts that are uncomfortable. You might be off in your mind in the future, thinking, planning, strategizing about whatever it might be what you got to do later today tomorrow goals whatever it might be which can be useful for achievement success efficiency productivity getting things done but is not useful for your sense of fulfillment because that's really only found in the here and the now and the present or you might be off in your mind thinking about the past something that happened to you earlier in the day last week or a negative experience and get caught up in that which has no value unless learning from it but it's um, something that you can't control. So, as someone who's experienced some addictions in my life, started with video games when I was young. I've been through junk food and sugar addictions, binge eating disorder, uh, you know, technology addictions, pornography addictions, different types of addictions. Which, um, really, the root cause of addiction, I believe, is an inability to be comfortable with just being because whenever there's that thought or that temptation or that urge to act out on it, it's often as a way to escape or to avoid something. And meditation for me, it's been such an important practice because it's allowed me to have a sense of awareness and to raise my consciousness where if there are thoughts that arise or feelings or sensations, I don't feel the need to try to change it or to do anything about it or to resist it as many people do. Instead, the practice of meditation, especially Vipassana meditation, uh, which some people believe originated from Buddha, um, this type of meditation allows you to observe your thoughts and emotions and the sensations that can arise in your body, to observe them, to observe them in a non-judgmental way, to observe them but not being attached to them, not buying into and believing that this thought that you have Or this idea that you have or this belief system that you have or this emotion that you're experiencing or the sensation that you feel not believing that that is you because it's not you you're so much more you're so much greater than that and those thoughts and those fears and all those ideas and all those things that are flowing through your mind is part of the universal mind it's been imprinted in our DNA through our ancestors over thousands and thousands of years and so they're not unique the fears that you have are not unique fears. Everyone else on the planet shares those same fears, the same worries, the same insecurities, uh, the same stresses, the same anxieties that you might have. And so when you instead realize that that's not really you, it maybe it's just part of your survival mind, the survival mind, which is maybe your reptilian mind, that's always trying to keep you safe and secure. It's trying to protect you, but you have a higher mind, a higher state of consciousness within, your, within yourself where you can really watch and you can observe these things. And so through meditation, through watching and observing, you can notice that these feelings, these thoughts, will pass and they'll dissipate. And for me, that's been a very valuable practice of meditation is learning how to let go and learning how to surrender. It's almost like, uh, you know, It's almost like a snow globe. You know, a snow globe, when you shake it up and you rattle it up and there's all the snow that will fall. And it's kind of like that within our minds is that if you rattle up your mind, if you get caught up in thinking, your mind can be a little bit chaotic. It can be a lot of compulsive thoughts like that monkey mind that won't shut up. But if you just allow that snow globe, if you now this, allow the snow just to fall and just watch and you observe it, eventually it does settle. And that's the case with every thought, every feeling an emotion that you experience whether it's a temptation that you have an urge to act out on an addiction that you might have or a certain habit that's maybe not empowering you or maybe it's a certain emotion that you want to escape or avoid because it's uncomfortable if you learn how to just sit with that emotion to watch it through your practice of meditation and maybe give it a label observe it then what you'll find is it will actually pass it always does it always dissipates And the same thing goes with your thoughts. I almost think that your thoughts are like clouds in the sky. You could just, you know, right now the sky is clear, but there might be some clouds that arise and it might be a storm that could be going on as well. But if you just watch and you observe and even you you welcome and embrace it, then the clouds will drift away. They'll dissipate, the storm will calm itself. And that's the practice of letting go rather than having this need and this desire to try to control your thoughts, your emotions, and your circumstances in your life. So, today I'd like to share with you a little bit about how to meditate. This will be very beginner-oriented. What I just shared with you is uh, a big part of my philosophy and the belief system, and really one of the biggest benefits that I've gotten from meditation is that sense of awareness and uh, allowing my emotional and mental well-being just to calm itself And I find that the world that we live in today, to be honest, it's not conducive to our mental health. A lot of uh, our lifestyles, I think, are contributing to depression, anxiety, ADHD, um, you know, bipolar disorder. A lot of these things, yes, there's a genetic component to it by all means. um, But, you know, this time that we spend with technology, the time that we spend, you know, chasing success and, you know, trying to keep up with everyone and trying to compete and trying to be better than everyone else or comparing yourself to other people, all of these things uh, can have negative effects to our mental health. And the reason why meditation's been around for thousands and thousands of years is because it works, it's incredibly effective. There's tremendous benefit, tremendous value in meditation. Uh, Some of the biggest benefits I've experienced has been reducing anxiety. You know, For me being someone who's a busy entrepreneur, Someone who um, has got a team and a staff that I employ and uh, being in a position where I've got a lot of subscribers and uh, responsibilities and uh, investments and all the things I've got going on in my life. Uh, there can be anxiety that can come with that and some stresses that come with that. So meditation has been a practice for me to reduce that on a huge scale. It's also allowed me to have better focus. Uh, More clarity in my mind, less brain fog, uh, easier to find my words, easier to to think and just feel more clear up here. Um, That clarity is incredibly important. Even sometimes when I'm trying to learn something or be in a conversation with someone or read a book, sometimes my mind can get, you know, come up and be busy, can get in the way and start thinking about whatever else and it prevents me from actually being in the present moment with the person I'm speaking with and really listening to them. Oftentimes people when they're having conversations with people, they're not really listening, they're not really present. They're in their mind already thinking about what they're gonna say next. Or sometimes you might be reading in a book and you're reading but you're like, what did I read? I don't, I don't even, I didn't comprehend any of that because you're off thinking and fantasizing about something else. Uh, so meditation's allow me to have that awareness but also to I experience more of the present moment and really calm my mind I have less mind chatter I've got less uh, just you know uh, thoughts that run on loops in my brain that can feel overwhelming um, and that calmness and that inner peace is something that um, I've really come to enjoy and appreciate in many many ways um, There's so many other great benefits to meditation. There's science behind meditation, uh, how it helps your prefrontal cortex and can help uh, different parts of your brain. Uh, I found it also incredibly beneficial for resetting my brain, my neurotransmitters, specifically dopamine levels, which can get overstimulated based on technology and some of our lifestyle habits. And so it's allowed my brain to reset itself in a lot of great ways. Um, There's so many other benefits. Those are the main ones I'd like to touch on. I'd like to share with you just how to meditate because it's really quite simple. Uh, There is actually a really great book you might enjoy. It's called Meditation for Beginners by Jack Kornfield. Uh, Jack Kornfield with a K. And uh, he's actually got some great guided meditations as well. And guided meditations can be a really great way to get started meditating, Um, having someone kind of direct your mind and guide you through the process. Uh, can allow you to feel some of the great benefits of it Um, there's actually technology that also can be useful that you can utilize Uh, one of them is called the Muse meditation headband which is something I'll link below but it's basically a headband that goes around your head and then you have uh, earphones that connect to your phone and it's an app on your phone as well and what it does is you listen to a guided meditation and uh, the headband is actually scanning your brainwaves And so actually identify when your mind is overly active versus when your mind is more calm. And when your mind is active during your meditation, you'll actually hear birds chirping when you're listening to the the app on your phone. And then when it's more calm, the birds stop chirping. So it's a great way to have awareness that my mind is overly active. And then at the end of your meditation session through this app, you're actually able to see... um, what your meditation experience was like, how active your mind was, and you can track your progress. And that's something that can be really useful for those of you that want to see the progress that's occurring in every meditation session and see your progress over several weeks and over several months.
1: Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant.
3: Uh, i'll link to that one as well uh, the brain tap is um it's uh headphones that you wear but also there's um, a device that you put over your eyes that has flashing lights and essentially it allows you to it's it's a guided visualization and meditation that you listen to um, but it allows your brain to experience higher higher levels of alpha brain waves uh, which is really useful for having creativity and relaxation uh, so that's a great technology that you can use um, and there's also one called the Inner Balance by the HeartMath Institute, which I'll link to as well, um, which is more known as brain-to-heart um, heart, b- brain connection, uh, synchronizing the two together. Um, I'll link to that b- below for you guys if you're interested in using some of that technology. Otherwise, there's, there's some great apps uh, like the Calm app and Headspace, um, which are also really useful where you can listen to 10-minute guided meditations. And that's a great way to get started as well. When I first started, I used a lot of that that helped me, because I struggled with getting myself to meditate and uh, had a hard time just being you know I'd get boredom or I'd get distracted quite easily. So I, I kind of felt that help motivate me to do it more often. Uh, but at a certain point, I've learned to release that and just to get comfortable uh, not needing anyone to guide me, but just being in the here and now and being present. How do you meditate? Uh, the first thing is you want to be in a comfortable seated position. You could be sitting in a chair like I am right now. Uh, you could be sitting cross-legged if you'd like. Um, you can lay down, but one of the, the the risks with that, and the reason why that can be avoid, people avoid that, is that you don't want to fall asleep. You want to uh, have a sense of awareness while you're meditating, a sense of calmness, a sense of peace. You want to be comfortable and relaxed. You don't want to be, you know, you don't want to be sitting in a position where you have a lot of tension or a lot of pain although tension and pain are things that might arise that you can actually work through as part of your meditation. But for the most part, you wanna make sure you're relaxed. Um, I'm sitting right now in just a, a chair. You can put your hands on your lap. Um, that can allow your shoulders to really, really relax. And you wanna you know, be even upright as well. You can use, if your chair or whatever position you have, if there's um, something that can support your back, that's great. Or you can actually sit more upright like this and have your back away from some form of support and that's something that also can allow you to make sure that you're alert and you have awareness during your meditation um, so I usually start off my and by the way there's different types of meditation you can do you can do it with your eyes open your eyes closed um, there's even you know people that make their meditation practice a part of their day-to-day life and different activities that they're doing the most common way though is to close close your eyes and just fully Embrace your body, just taking a deep breath and just feel your body relax, do a check-in with your body. You can check in all the way down from your toes and just bring your attention, your awareness to your toes, to your feet, all the way up to your shins, to your ankles, to your knees, to your thighs, to your hamstrings, to your buttocks, all the way up to your stomach, to your lower back, to your upper back your abdomens, to your chest, to your shoulders, to your arms, your triceps, your biceps, your wrists, your fingertips, all the way up to your throat, to your jaw. And as you're going through, you just try to relax. If there's any tension that you notice in your jaw or your shoulders, you can just slowly adjust and melt into it. Bring your attention to your nose, to your eyebrows, to the top of your head, to the back of your head, to your neck, and I just do a check-in with my body. And I find that's something that just brings me to the present moment. And then what I like to do is I like to focus and bring my attention to my breath. And so I'll just watch and I'll observe my breath. I'm not trying to speed up my breath. I'm not trying to uh, take in a deeper breath. I'm not trying to control it in any way. All I'm trying to do is watch, observe, and that might mean that I just bringing my attention to my stomach and just noticing how it goes in and it goes out and just bringing my attention, my awareness there. It might be just as I'm breathing in through my nose, I might feel the air go in through my nose and out through my nose or out through my mouth and through this practice. And you'll just continue to bring your attention to your breath or perhaps a certain focal point. What you'll notice for a lot of people is it's very challenging. Thoughts arise thoughts about this is boring this is stupid you might be judging the experience why am I doing this There's all these things I need to do today you might have urgent thoughts that arise about you know what you've got to do later in the day or this weekend plans you have or you might think about something that like oh my gosh I got to do this or I've got to do that and all those things and those thoughts will arise which is part of the monkey mind it's part of your survival brain and when that happens it's really important to not get frustrated, to not react, to not feel like I need to act out on it. Really your goal is just to watch it and to catch it and observe it. See, oftentimes people that might get caught up in thoughts for five or 10 minutes before they finally catch themselves and say, wow, you know, I'm caught up in this thought, this thought loop. And when you catch and you become aware of it, that's one of the most valuable parts of your meditation practice is having that awareness and at first it might take a couple minutes for you to have that awareness and when you have it you just return back to your breath or whatever the focal point might be some people when they meditate with their eyes open they might just stare at a flame at a candle and they'll just watch and they'll observe that so having a focal point is something that you return your attention to your awareness to is really valuable but what you'll find is as you go back to focusing on your breath other thoughts will arise. Now, sometimes you might be able to last for five seconds of just pure awareness and presence. Sometimes it might last for 10 seconds, 30 seconds, a minute, uh, five minutes, eventually you can build yourself up to. But for most people, again, thoughts come back. You know, the compulsive thinking keeps arising within your mind and you get caught up in that thinking. And that's why, again, it's valuable to catch it. Observe it, don't judge it, don't attach to it, don't make it wrong, but just be with it. And you can sometimes watch and observe your thoughts almost like they're clouds in the sky, and be like, oh, that's interesting, okay, that's an interesting thought, and watch it fade away, because all of your thoughts will fade away. They come and they go. The same thing with emotions or sensations that you feel. While you're meditating, you might have a certain emotion arise. It could be anger or frustration. Or fear as that arises what I like to do is I like to try to identify where in my body am I feeling it so I might feel it in my stomach and then I just try to bring my attention to it I watch it I welcome it I just try to you know observe it and get curious about that emotion and sometimes that emotion can be really uncomfortable and unbearable and I might even notice I'll have a temptation or an urge to stop my meditation or to do something else to change how I feel. But whenever that arises, again, I bring my attention back to it. And sure enough, what happens is, it might be five minutes or 10 minutes or 30 seconds, but that emotion fades, it dissipates. And then you might notice a sensation in your body like a pain in your shoulder or in your back. And you might feel the urge or the temptation to readjust yourself or to stretch or to stop your meditation. Again, that's an opportunity just to watch that sensation that you have in your body, to watch that pain that you have in your back and and, and to, to observe it and bring your attention to it. And often what you find is that fades as well. You might even have an itch. You might feel like an itch on the side of your face or on your nose, and you're so tempted to scratch that itch. But again, that's also an opportunity to practice not just habitually doing what your mind or what, you know, um, this temptation wants you to do to act out on it, but instead to realize that you have control over your thoughts, over these sensations and that you have the choice to decide whether or not you want to act out on it. And the best case, uh, for me is just to watch it and observe it. And you know what I find is that the itch goes away. The itch just disappears. And so it's quite interesting when you meditate, you get a, a really, you really get an education to yourself and you learn so much about yourself and how much so much of yourself is on automatic pilot and you're not, really think, you're not really in the present moment. You're just caught up in these thought loops or you're just going through the motions in life. You're acting in a habitual way, you know, doing, acting out on these habits, these routines that you've conditioned over many, many years of your life and awareness allows you to be aware of all of that and um to decide you know what you want to act out on or sometimes just watch and observe. So that's how you meditate. It's quite simple. Uh, I'd recommend you know to get started with 10 minutes a day. I think that's a great minimum and starting point. Although some people they struggle even with that, myself included when I first started this. Um, and so if you make it too hard for you to meditate, if you make 10 minutes a day and you're like, oh, I can't even do that then start with just one minute, one minute, or even 30 seconds, something that's more achievable for you. Uh, cause if you say, like, I notice sometimes for myself, if I say I'm going to meditate for an hour, it's like, Oh my gosh, that's such a big thing. It prevents me from doing it. But if I say I'm going to meditate for two minutes, then that's something that I can easily do. And often what I find when I meditate for a short period of time, often I extend it. I get really into it. I just enjoy this presence and the stillness that I experience with it. Um, So really, any meditation is better than no meditation. Um, If you struggle to meditate and you resist it, more of the reason why you should be meditating in your life uh, because that's the very thing that you need and your ego is trying to resist it because it's comfortable and it does not want to change. Uh, It wants to stay attached to its way of being. And you know it wants to stay compulsive thinking and thoughts and all of that sort of stuff. And so, that 's a very common thing is having a lot of resistance to meditation, uh, which is something that can be challenging to get past uh, eventually, if you can get to twenty minutes a day that 's fantastic. Um, a lot of research uh, ha- has shown really most of the benefits benefits you experience from meditation is once you 're doing a bit, doing it a bit for doing it for about twenty minutes a day um, that 's when it really can train your prefrontal cortex, uh, which is responsible for your decision making and Uh, you know um, the choices that you make and a lot of you know resisting temptations and whatnot Um, you can really train that once you get to the point point 20 minutes a day Um, and then you can even go beyond that you know you can uh, even if you want to at a certain stage do uh, meditation retreats Uh, Vipassana is a popular one where you do a 10-day meditation retreat they're all over the world and uh, it's free to do this although um, you it's by donation so usually people they donate something at the end because they feed you and take care of you at that experience. Uh, but that's basically going 10 days meditating from morning till night. And, um, it's a fantastic way to really immerse yourself in the experience of meditation and you'll be a different person after that experience. So those are my thoughts on meditation. Those are the benefits and the experiences. Uh, apologies if you hear Kobe running around and in the bushes, making some noise. Um, But this is something I was excited to share with you guys because it's been really valuable for me in my life. Uh, I know it's something that can help most people out there. I think a lot of people in the world could really benefit from meditation. Uh, You know, mental health is a big challenge and problem that we have in our society. And uh, meditation is is one part of the solution, I think, um, that can make a huge, huge impact in your life. So I'd encourage you to start meditating. Take advantage of some of the resources that I've shared. I'll link to those below in the description, uh, or if you go to projectlifemastery.com resources, that uh, webpage there, I've got a list of over a hundred different resources for improving your life. A lot of them are meditation things that I've shared here today. Um, and then, uh, you know, go deeper with it, you know, go deeper with your meditation practice, read some books on it, study it, go to some events on meditation. Um, really, there's a lot to learn and there's a lot to experience in this realm. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for watching. If you enjoyed this video, give it a thumbs up, subscribe for more, and I'll see you again soon. Take care.
2: Thanks for joining me today and listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or received any value, then I'd love for you to leave an honest review on iTunes and subscribe to the Project Life Mastery podcast for future episodes. And of course, to receive more content and value, make sure to find and follow me at www.projectlifemastery.com for more. Thanks again. Remember to always believe and commit your life to mastery. I look forward to talking to you again soon. Mother's Day is almost here.